Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I am so glad you are here today to immerse yourself into God's word and to open your heart to his lessons so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founder's Bible, which is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founder's era. You can get one at www.foundersbible.com. I am following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print yours today at www.5daybiblereading.com. It is done weekly, yet gives room for you to catch up if you feel like you're falling behind, and that is something that I absolutely do not want you to even entertain on this journey together. That is not the point. The point is just having the discipline to immerse yourself into God's word this year in the Bible. And if this is your first episode, you can absolutely start here and continue on and then go back to day one, or you can just stop this episode and go to day one today and let that be your starting place. There is no pressure. It's all good. And y'all, it's all God. Let's be honest. I have never read the whole Bible much less than a year, so I will not claim to be an expert because I am absolutely not. (laughs) I just felt that I have been called to do this on my podcast this year, and so here I am. I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance if I mispronounce names, uh, places, and landmarks. I'm going to do it. And so if I'm saying something incorrectly many times, and if it is driving you bonkers, please go ahead and send me an email, and I would really appreciate the feedback. For connection and community, please consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on my website where we can grow together this year in learning God's lessons. Today is day 18, and we will be reading Genesis 45 through 46, Psalm 108, and Galatians 2. Let's go ahead and begin. Joseph deals kindly with his brothers. Chapter 45. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him, and he cried, Have everyone go out from me. So there was no man with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard of it. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him for they were dismayed at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please come closer to me. And they came closer, and he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there 
are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Now, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not delay. You shall live in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, you and your children and your children's children and your flocks and your herds and all that you have. There I will also provide for you, for there are still five years of famine to come, and you and your household and all that you have would be impoverished. Behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see, that it is my mouth which is speaking to you. Now you must tell my father of all my splendor in Egypt and all that you have seen, and you must hurry and bring my father down here. Then he fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all his brothers and wept on them, and afterward his brothers talked with him. Now when the news was heard in Pharaoh's house that Joseph's brothers had come, it pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your beasts, and go to the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households and come to me, and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you will eat the fat of the land. Now you are ordered, do this, take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. Do not concern yourselves with your goods, for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons according to the command of Pharaoh, and gave them provisions for their journey. To each of them he gave changes of garments, but to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments. To his father he sent as follows, ten donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and sustenance for his father on the journey. So he sent his brothers away, and as they departed he said to them, Do not quarrel on the journey. Then they went up from Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to their father Jacob. They told him, saying, Joseph is still alive, and indeed he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. But he was stunned, for he did not believe them. When they told him all the words of Joseph that he had spoken to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. Then Israel said, It is, it is enough. My son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Jacob moves to Egypt, chapter 46. So Israel set out with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. God spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob, and he said, Here I am. He said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also surely bring you up again, and Joseph will close your eyes. Then, Joseph, then Jacob arose from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob and their little ones and their wives in the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They took their livestock and their property, which they had acquired in the land of Canaan, and came to Egypt, Jacob and all his descendants with him, his sons and his grandsons with him. 
his daughters and his granddaughters, and all his descendants he brought with him to Egypt. Those who came to Egypt. Now these are the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his sons, who went to Egypt. Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, the sons of Reuben, Hanok and Palu, and Hezron and Carmi, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel and Jamin and Ohad and Jachin and Zohar and Shal, the son of a Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Ur and Onan and Shelah and Perez and Zerah, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, and the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul, the sons of Issachar, Tola and Puva, and Ayab and Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sered and Elon and Jalil. These are the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob in Paranaram, with his daughter Dinah, all his sons and his daughters numbered thirty-three. The sons of Gad, Ziphion and Haggai, Shuni and Esbon, Eri and Arodi and Areli. The sons of Asher, Imna and Ishva and Ishvi and Beria and their sister Sarah. And the sons of Beria, Heber and Malkiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Leah, and she bore to Jacob these sixteen persons. The sons of Jacob's wife, Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. Now to Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. The sons of Benjamin. Bela and Becher and Ashbel, Gera and Naaman, Ehi and Rosh, Mupim and Hupim and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob. There were 14 persons in all. The sons of Dan, Hushim, the sons of Naphtali, Jazil and Guni and Jazir and Shalem, these are the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Rachel, and she bore these to Jacob. There were seven persons in all. All the persons belonging to Jacob who came to Egypt, his direct descendants, not including the wives of Jacob's sons, were 66 persons in all. And the sons of Joseph who were born to him in Egypt were two. All the persons of the house of Jacob who came to Egypt were 70. Now he sent Judah before him to Joseph to point out the way before him to Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. Joseph prepared his chariot and went up to Goshen to meet his father Israel as soon as he appeared. Before him he fell on his neck and wept on his neck a long time. Then Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen your face, that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household, who were in the land of Canaan, have come to me. And the men are shepherds, for they have been keepers of livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. When Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, 
Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth, even until now, both we and our fathers, that you may live in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is loathsome to the Egyptians. And now moving over to Psalm 108. God praised and supplicated to give victory. A song, a psalm of David. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing, I will sing praises even with my soul. Awake, harp, and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples, and I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your loving kindness is great above the heavens, and your truth reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and your glory above all the earth. That your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand, and answer me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will exult, I will portion out Shashem, and measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim also is the helmet of my head, Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbowl. Over Edom I shall throw my shoe. Over Philistia I will shout aloud. Who will bring me into the besieged city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you yourself, O God, rejected us? And will you not go forth with our armies, O God? O give us help against the adversary, for deliverance by man is in vain. Through God we will do valiantly. And it is he who shall tread down our adversaries. And Galatians chapter 2, the council at Jerusalem. Then after an interval of 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along also. It was because of a revelation that I went up and I submitted to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but I did so in private to those who were of reputation for fear that I might be running or had run in vain. But not even Titus, who was with me, though he was a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. But it was because of the false brethren secretly brought in who had sneaked in to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, in order to bring us into bondage. But we did not yield in subjection to them for even an hour, so that the truth of the gospel would remain with you. But from those who were of high reputation, what they were makes no difference to me. God shows no partiality. Well, those who were of reputation contributed nothing to me. But on the contrary, seeing that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been to the circumcised, for he who effectually worked for Peter in his apostleship to the circumcised effectually worked for me also to the Gentiles. And recognizing the grace that had been given to me, James and Cephas and John, who were reputed to be pillars, gave to me and Barnabas Barnabas, the right hand of fellowship so that we might go to the Gentiles and they to be circumcised. They only asked us to remember the poor, the very thing I also was eager to do. Peter, 
parentheses, Cephas, opposed by Paul. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him, him to his face because he stood condemned. For prior to the coming of certain men from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he began with, to withdraw and hold himself aloof, fearing the, part, the party of the circumcision. The rest of the Jews joined him in hypocrisy, with the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in the presence of all, If you, being a Jew, live like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Gentiles to live like Jews? We are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus, even we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, since by the works of the law no flesh will be justified. But if while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners, and is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. For if I rebuild what I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, when, then Christ died needlessly. That's such a powerful verse. I'm just going to reread that. Galatians 2, 21. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's just think about that for a moment. I'm going to have a swig of my tea here. Just imagining kind of what, you know, what all they went through to basically start a new church, right? To start Christianity. I mean, they must have really seen and experienced a lot. <laughs> I'm sure there, you know, th of course, there was a lot of resistance and questioning, and that even happened um, when Jesus was here. Goodness. He was questioned all the time. But Jesus came to say, hey, all right, enough with your laws, okay? Like, yes, they serve their purpose, absolutely, but things have to change, right? That must have been, as we're, re as we're seeing, you know, I mean, but imagine what we don't know, you know what I mean? Like it just can kind of take your mind for a ride for a little bit. And it's kind of fun to think about all the things they went through in order to spread that word. And how beautiful was it today in the Old Testament, the story of Joseph and when he revealed that he was their brother. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? 
and how lovely he was to them. And then seeing his beloved father, imagine being Jacob, Israel, imagine being him, you know, living for years, thinking that your beloved son had died, and then you get to see him again, like, it's stuff like that. And it's, it's stuff like that that still happens today, you know, like, I mean, we can understand the magnitude of that, of what these people in God's book, what they went through, the emotions, the relationships, the interesting decisions at times. Let's be honest, right? The transgressions, the struggles. We can relate to that. What a what a blessing that is, honestly, even though you know, there are there are struggles and there's also incredible moments like seeing your son after years after you thought he had died. That would just be an incredible moment. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for showing us the stories, the emotions, the relationships, the feelings the experiences of the people in your book. Thank you. Thank you for giving us the ability to relate, to understand, to reflect, to take a step back and just imagine. Thank you for that. Thank you for that slowing down in this very fast-paced life. Thank you for, for providing that foundation for us to come to each day. No matter if it completely resonates with us or if it doesn't resonate much at all, we still appreciate that time that we get to slow down and be in your presence. Thank you for that. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that is going to conclude today so glad that you were able to join me in reading the great book and you know that we have been asked just like the 12 we've been asked to share the good news so if you are enjoying this please share it with a person or a few people in your life so that they can come and join in that would be awesome I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.